Hey everybody, welcome and, uh, and uh, glad to have you back here to Never Go Full Nelson. I'm Ben Nelson and I'm here with my son and uh, uh, co-podcaster, Nick Nelson. Hello, hello. Uh, this is season one, episode three. Um, and we're, we're here to talk about hard cheese. <laughs> you, in, all yeah, forms, the, in all forms. Old man Ben is eating the cheese over here. I'm really. I, I mentioned earlier I was better than him cutting the cheese. But, yeah, hey man, you, you I didn't know, by the way, because, you know, speaking of cutting the cheese, uh, so I don't know what that was for, anyways. I was kind of a weird part of my life. It was like the outro of you being a mayor in Benita, and there was like some big party, and, and I got invited to roast you. And Ooh, um, that's right. There was like, I, I had no idea what I was walking into. Nobody said anything to me about it. I don't know if it was you or your wife, Lori, that reached out to me. It was Lori. Um, it was Lori? Yeah. I was a surprise for oh, me. Oh, it was a surprise roast for you. Oh, okay. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I'd never professionally roasted anybody before. I had no idea that I was going to be walking on stage in front of, well, there was like 300 people there or some shit like Who that. Who all was, fucking love me and now they hate you. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Um, well, because Neil and Megan, they are, are my brother and sister. They came on and roasted you, and it was kind of soft. You know what I mean? They was mm-hmm. talking about you know yeah. farts and this and that, and growing up Nelson and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And well, boy, I went yeah. right in for the jugular, and I didn't just roast you. I was like, you know, proper roast. You roast the audience too, and you roast the people that are there. You know, yeah. and uh, yeah. yeah, no, it was uh, it was. I had one lady come up to me because one of my jokes was like uh, something of oh, Jesus. Uh, I was making fun of how how a lot of those Bonita people. Um, something, oh, Jesus, I wish I could, I wish I wrote them down. It was something about like, co- it was something to do with cocaine. I know that. And I was like, no, seriously, I'm just kidding. Don't come up to me this after the show and ask me for cocaine. And, and this did. lady, I swear to God, this lady comes up to me afterwards and she's like, oh my God, that was so funny. The joke about cocaine. But seriously, do you have any? I was like, I oh totally, my fucking God. I totally know who that was. So you don't say her name. I'm not, I don't, I don't no, remember her name. Guessing. I'm not going to describe her. <laughs> Let's, I'm just guessing. And oh, by the shit. way, I have nothing to do with any of that shit. So. <laughs> no, not since the 70s, goddammit. Um, no, 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 no. Weed, <laughs> fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring the weed on. I don't care about that. That never killed anybody. Yeah, no, I... Uh, I, I don't mess around with that stuff either. And I'm not just saying that. I just, I, I honestly, I just, you know, I drink too much caffeine and I get like uh, too fucked up, man. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, I agree. You know, I'm, I, I've always told everybody, like, you know, if I'm going to do something, it's not going to be somebody to make me edgy. I'm edgy, okay? Yeah, no, for real. I don't, I'm edgy and anxious and uh, just ready to just kind of go off on somebody, right? I don't yeah. need to be doing any stimulants. Oh, but what? go off on somebody? Oh, dude, let me tell you. Now, okay. something that kind of chills me to fuck out, um, I'm in, okay? No, That's- no, I like, I, you know what? Sure. I, I, I have to, I pace myself weekly. I take maybe once a week, I take a Z- uh, whatever they're it's not like Xanax, it's buttons in the family of that, whatever that yeah, whatever shit is. Yeah. yeah, and but you know, I take like a small dose of it like every once in a while, and that's if I like drink too much one night or something. And yeah. like, uh, but I could see like how somebody would want to take that daily. Like, you know, uh, I know people that take it daily. I, I could see how you would want to do that. Well, um, and it, it isn't even, you know, human beings, I think my theory on this stuff, having been a human being or at least partial human being for quite some time now, I think that, uh, that's kind of like, I guess the theory, it is a real theory that, you know, uh, jumping out of airplanes, spinning yourself on the merry-go-round, thrill seeking all that stuff is changing your brain your perspective and and drugs are the same thing recreational drugs alcohol 
cigarettes, caffeine. It's all about changing your perspective. I, I think that to a certain extent that, that, you know, stuff that's kind of like not dangerous to you and just helps you get kind of by. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I'm okay. uh, yeah, they got, they got, what do they got? Uh, they call it uh, vices, don't they? Vices. Vices, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, I mean, and as long as you're not screwing with other people, right? I mean, I, that's really the big fine line when it, uh, the big fine line. Yeah, I mean, that goes right into the segue of that screwing with other people and yeah. me losing my shit deal. I, I tell you what, I do pretty good. Um, considering how bad my temper actually is, the fact that I haven't really, really fucking snapped on somebody in a long time. No, I'm is proud kind of you. Of, I've been meaning to tell you that. I'm proud of you for not losing your shit for a uh, Thanks. I'm proud of you, you for not being a complete shithole. No. Uh, no homicides. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. No, um, I, uh, but no, I kind of lost my shit on this guy. And, um, you know, it was one of those moments where I, I had to talk to, you know, my, my fiance, Steph, and I'm like, you know, did, did I, did I go overboard with this? I don't know. Did I? Because you know, like I, with myself, I'm I constantly look back at things that I do and decisions I make because mm. notoriously I've made some pretty bad decisions throughout life. I made some pretty okay decisions too, but for the most part, I have a handful of each. And so, like, uh, I'm at the point where my life and at 41 now, where I'm like, if I do something, I kind of second guess myself every once in a while. You know what I mean? And um, my my the guy I. I tattoo, obviously, and I haven't talked too much about it, but um, I pay a booth rent, so like I don't like work for somebody. I just it's kind of like a hair salon, you know. You got I got my own station, I pay rent there, and uh, I got my own hair salon. But there's blood involved. (laughs) Yeah, well, there could be. (laughs) Depends on how shitty that now. So yeah, and uh, I I, so when I say my boss, I mean like the guy I pay rent to. You know, he's another tattooer there, and he he owns the shop. And uh, there's construction going on there at the building, and it's been going on for, I don't know, three years or something. There's been scaffolding in front of this building for, it's just been three years. And we just moved in at the beginning of this year. And um, the contractor there, if that's what you want to fucking call him, Uh-oh. is like this kind of like, you know, fat older guy who just kind of, he's milking this whole shop. He's been milking it for years. Uh it's a job, you know. Granted, it's it's a it's like a three story building, and it's being re redone. You know what I mean? Uh, the the middle and the upstairs, and it's got a basement, which is crazy for Florida where the AC is. And we talking breaking. inside and out, or what? Uh, inside and out, yeah. Exterior oh, and wow. interior, That's yeah. Full, major stuff, huh? Yeah, but you know, three years. Come on, mm. you know, like yeah. as major as it is, it's it's there's maybe three thousand square foot, maybe maybe four thousand square foot per floor. And there's only three floors. So it's not like a huge building or anything like that. And um, so this guy, whatever, there's three parking. There's no parking lot for this building. We're downtown Orlando. There's no parking lot. Um, It's just there's seven parking spaces in front of the building, and they're all meters. And the contractors have bought three of those meters and put bags over them. And then you're not technically supposed to park there unless you're, you know, a part of the construction crew or, you know, whatever, or you have permission by them. Now, you know me growing up, I'm not the kind of guy that just moves cones and just parks somewhere. I don't do that. Mm. And if he doesn't want people parking there, he puts cones up, right? Right. Uh, So, you know, but if there's no cones up and I usually get there by the time they leave, 
So if I park there, it's usually after hours and when they're not there no more. Yeah, right. Well, he had put cones up in two of the spots, and one of them that are nearest to the parking meters didn't have cones in it. And I, I like watched him for a half an hour, and he never moved cones there, and I, didn't, I thought he left. So I just pulled my, my Bronco up one space. And he immediately came out, and he was like, hey, I got cement guys coming in like an hour. Do you mind waiting to move up until we're done? I said, no, hey, no problem. There was no issue. That's cool. I, I pulled. I, I reversed it. I pulled back. And he said, uh, you know, after 5 o'clock, if you want to pull forward, it's totally cool. I was like, hey, no problem. I went inside. That was it for me, right? For right. me, that was it. Yeah. It was over. Yeah. My boss comes up to me, uh, what was it, <clears throat> last week. And he goes, uh, he goes, hey, man, you know, I don't like want to start shit, but uh, Kurt or Chud or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Um, he came up to me and he's like, Hey man, uh, you know, one of your guys like moved my cones and parked in the space there. And I'd appreciate if he didn't do that. And really was like, yo, which guy did that? He's like, you know, the, and he described me as like a fat guy. <laughs> First of all, oh, he, right. This guy's fat and this guy's fat. This guy's like a hundred pounds heavier than me. He described me like he went like this, like I'm taking my hands, like going around, like, like I'm a round guy. Uh, that, and he, and brother's like, uh, who? He's like, you know, the, the Husky guy. He called me fucking Husky, right? Husky worse. I am Husky, but still, I don't yeah. like dudes calling me <laughs> Husky. Yeah, step off. Yeah. Stephanie can call me Husky. Okay. But nobody else can call me Husky. No. Mm -hmm. uh, and so he's like, and I like looked at him like, Yo, dude, you know, I'm not like, I'm not lying to you, man. I wouldn't do that. You know what I mean? Well, like, why I'm, would you? Yeah, like, whatever, dude. It's a dollar an hour, and it's usually the most three hours that I'm parked out there until six, you know, till it's free parking. What? I wouldn't fucking do that. I wouldn't move cones. And he's like, and then, so, you know, now I look like a dick. And now I look like a liar, too, because this guy's saying that I did say that or did do that. And so I see the guy go outside. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to. I'm going to go talk to this guy. And so I go out there and Rolly's like, Nick, Nick, you know, I'm like, no, it's cool. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be an asshole. I'm not going to start shit in front of you. I have to interject here. What, yeah. you, what you're demonstrating here by the, I'm going to go talk to that guy. That's classic. You know, I mean, it's like, <laughs> I, I haven't, I'm not one for avoiding confrontation. And I think you guys, if you've learned anything from me, yeah. is that no, seek out confrontation I, well not, not i wish a, i had done not that in a negative way i'm not looking for trouble i just want something resolved yeah right? I, I wish i had done that i wish i i why well, did do that when i was younger but i just got punched in the head for it when i was younger and i didn't <laughs> i couldn't defend myself very good where for as of now i'm a six foot one 260 pound dude you know who took three years of boxing i can i can i can punch other people's heads now if and I you're want, husky you know? so and i'm husky <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just got that going for you. <laughs> no, but you're right. I've never been scared of confrontation when it comes to. I remember that. Well, we can talk about that another yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I remember the day that it happened. It was like it, it was my high school. It was my last year of high school. I'll oh. finish this story first. But yeah, no. So I go out there and I go. I said, um, I said, I started off really cool. I'm like, hey man, uh, my my boss came up and talked to me and he said that you said that I was moving cones out here, and he he didn't even give me a chance to finish. He goes, yeah, you were. I'm like, hold on, dude. I would, I didn't look. I explained to him what happened. I said, and you even told me to move back, and I moved back. He's like, yeah, you moved the cones. I'm, I'm like, dude, I didn't fucking move your motherfucking cones. Okay, so stop telling my employer that I'm doing something that I'm not. It's like, are you trying to get me in trouble? And like, we kind of got into it a little bit, and I'm like, you know what? 
I, I can see where this is going. I'm going to go inside. And as I was going through the door, and the door was kind of shutting, I heard, fucking dumbass. Oh, no. And I just stopped. And I was like, oh, my God. I think I'm going to fucking lose my shit on this fucking guy. And I turned around, and I stormed out there. And I, I swear to God, I was going to knock this guy's front teeth out. And, uh, you know, I could see in my... You know, my peripherals, I could see my Stephanie, I could see her kind of coming out and I could see Roly coming out. Like, I'm like, and I just like everything flashed before me. It was just like, yeah, yeah. It could very easily just hammer this guy, hammer into this guy and just kind of walk across the street and Mm -hmm. pretend like nothing ever happened. Um, But man, something could happen (laughs) and you could get in a lot of trouble. And I was just like, and, and then the guy starts fucking egging me on. He's like. You know, if you want to hit me, then hit me. Oh. You know, I'm not scared of you. If you want to hit me, hit me. Is this, I'm like like a, is this like a guy, this is a guy like my age or some shit like that? I, I would say he's pretty close to your age, yeah. Oh, no. He's got to be, he had to be like 57, maybe 56. You know, he's a little younger than you probably. But, you know, like, you know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like thinking to myself, wow, man, I could really fucking crush this guy. And like, I, I kind of want to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I kind of, a part of me, I mean, I'm not really one to, I've never hurt anybody purposely, you know what I mean? But like, it really, it really Man. had me like, oh my God, I think I want to hit this guy. And I didn't. And I just kind of like, I kind of gave him that look. I gave him that look like, dude, this, this may work right now, but from here on out, you just need to stay the fuck away from me and never say anything to me again. Mm. And I, I went back inside, you know, and of course, Roley talked to him and the guy was like, well, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that, you know, yada, yada. And hmm. Roley's like, yeah, I mean, I'm surprised the guy didn't, you know, didn't do I anything. Know why, you, know, I, you know what I mean? That begs a larger question. It kind of makes you wonder, I mean, and when I was saying um, a while ago that, you know, seeking out um, con- not conflict, but confrontation. Confrontation is different. I, Talking to somebody I mean in the, in the yeah. context of well, there's a problem. I'm I'm not afraid to go out and talk to somebody about it. Exactly. Yeah. And it, it, or talk to a thousand people about it. I, 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 you know, back in the day, you know, as mayor and stuff, when a crowd of a thousand people were all angry at me, pitchforks. You know, I'm there. <laughs> I'm right there, man. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to them and explain my my case. And if they don't like it, they don't like it. And if they do, they do. And but no, I am not afraid of that shit. But like you said, some people like that guy, when you go to, you know, some guy who's like 30 years, you're younger and like way fitter than you and twice their size. Yeah. Why, why would you? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You like egging somebody on to kick your butt, you know? And maybe he just doesn't, I mean, like, I, I don't feel, you know, I don't feel 41 and maybe he's like 56 and, you know, he's, he looks in the mirror and sees something different or still feels different or something. I don't yeah, fucking know. Like, like, I don't like. Yeah. 25-year-old punks talk shit to me either. I, I won't let them do that either. But, you know, I'm not, I'm still like just right at the cusp there of, you know, I'm not as fit as you are, you know, by any means, but I'm still, you know, like I like me and Neil joke, always joke. Man, then I think I said this on the, the first practice and run that we did. I'm like, you know, I got one good fight left in me and I will burn yeah. it on some petty ass shit. I will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I got one left in me. I do got one left in me. Right, you know? but, the, but like you said, every, but when you think about it, and it happens instantly. And I think, again, it begs the bigger question about like even when you look, you know, watch on TV and you see what happens in the news and all this stuff that's going on. Yeah. People aren't making the decision that they should make, which is, wait a minute. Is this where I want to spend that? Is this a, 
you know, a righteous cause for this. And you see, no, it's I mean, happened to especially me Especially when times. these guys go out and they see something, oh, I don't like to see people protesting. And you see the, they're making a trip. That's not, that's none of their damn business. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, you're I mean, talking. Yeah. The, yeah. Business. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was protecting businesses. Were they oh, your no, business? No, Were they no, your business? Not. Okay. You know, they got people that do that. They're called fucking cops. Well, okay. people, people don't mind their business anymore. And that guy... Just legally, I mean, I mean, legally, morally, every which way. If he had had a problem with what you were doing, he should have just said something. Yeah. To you. I wish he had it. And you know what I'm so confused about like, hey, is he did uh, say something to don't me, move and my I cones anymore. And you've yeah. been like, oh wow, where are they at? Oh, they're not here. Well, then I, I didn't. didn't move I didn't them. mess with your cones, dude. Oh. You know what? I yeah. did construction with you for a long time. I don't fuck yeah. with cones. You know why? Because I know that they're there for a reason. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not. I'm gonna get know. you a T-shirt that says that. I don't fuck I, with cones. I don't fuck with cones. <laughs> Please I'm proud do. Of you, son. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Don't uh, you know? Confrontation in a positive way is good because you're sticking up for you know what you have. And you know what? You, sometimes when I confront a situation, I find out I'm fucking wrong. No, I've done it a million and times. That's cool. I've and somebody it, goes, I, "Well, here, here's, here's the the thing over there." Oh, oh, yeah, I'm, no, my I, bad. You know, but, I'm sorry. I apologize. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, you know, I, I, you know, Neil's always said that about me, and like, like Neil's pretty good with handling confrontation too. But I, I think I, I, I've really impressed him a couple of times because I, I've just always just like not that I'm like I said I'm not looking for trouble, but like you describe it, I just. For me, I can't handle passive aggressiveness. I can't no, handle no. when somebody's holding something in and there's like this weird passive aggressive friction. I can't I can't fucking deal with it. Man. Well, it's not, and a, I'm just tool, like, it's not a tool I, for you. So No, hell no. It's like you're like, Whoa. No, no, no. Like no. like what I, by the way, I've seen you you've been a bouncer in a couple of quite a few places. Yeah. And I've seen you in action. I'm I don't know if you remember this, but we came up to the what was that rooftop bar? Uh, 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 Sky Bar in Fort Myers. Yeah. Sky Bar. We well, it was back the then. It was about 2005. Were, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were bouncing, and I'm telling you what, you are professional, and and <laughs> and, and I'm not talking about you know you know, and it just goes to show that you make good decisions when it comes to those situations. And I can't remember we were there were some really drunk people up there, and we weren't one of them. We were having a good time. It was me yeah. and Lori and some friends, and there was some situation. I forget really too much of, or a, a lot about it. But these these guys, he started saying something to Lori, and of course I was like, you know, he's I, <laughs> and I did. I was like, wow, this guy, this is gonna be fun because this guy's really drunk, yeah, a lot younger than me, but I'm just going to have my way with him. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I remember the key words there is the he's really drunk. You stepped in, you stepped in, and you go, hey, come with me. You just grabbed a hold of the guy, but it was just as cool as hell. And you weren't being a you weren't a tough guy. But it was just matter of factly, here you just oversized him over, and he decided real quick. I don't want none of that. I tell I tell Steph all the time, and you know, even with Neil, and, and I think Neil's starting to kind of like understand it too. And it was something, you know, to be honest, it's something I learned from you. It's it's if you talk to somebody like you have authority over them, I would say eighty five percent of the time. Something triggers in their brain and they go, oh, okay, I guess this this person has some kind of authority over me. And I'm not talking like disrespectful authority. Right. I'm, there's like, there's like obviously, you know, like, oh, respect my authority. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Why are you disrespecting me, bro? You know, I'm not talking like that. I'm talking like, 
like like a like a cop or a police officer or somebody in charge or your boss would or your dad would talk to you. And well, yeah, and you're right. There is a trick to where and it's, and it's nothing. It's I can't even say. Well, I learned to. No, it's just you. If you come up to somebody and you're not disrespectful, if you push. You know, against them, kind of like verbally, and you you mm-hmm. belittle them. They're going to push back. Of course, yeah. But when you come and go, hey man, uh, look, we don't want any trouble here. We don't want any of this. Why don't you come with me? We're going to go over here and we're going to talk about it. More than likely, they come they come around and they're. You, but and even you're like, when I've seen, me. but even when I've seen you get a little bit more uh, aggressive than that, um, you still use more of the authority part of it. And I think that's more or less what I've kind of realized. When it comes to most circumstances that I've, I mean, because I've got, I've got three tricks, man. You know, I've got, I've got exude authority. No, that doesn't work. Okay. Intimidation. Um, no, that doesn't work. Okay. Well, I guess I got to fight this person. You know what I mean? That's, those are, those are like my steps there. And I would say 85% of the time, and I, I have learned this from watching you as a kid growing up. Just because you've always had an authority to roll over people. I mean, ever since I was a small child. I mean, obviously, I had all authority to roll over me and, and my, my friends and my siblings and stuff, but you've always been a, a, a business owner, too. So I've always seen you exude authority over coworkers, too, well, or and employees. I, you, know what, you know what I've always admired? In, I think this may be what it is because I think it's owning a situation. Yeah. When, if you're going to do something, you need to, you need to own it, like straight up, right out of the gate. I own this situation. And like I said, it's nothing, no mantra you're going to repeat yourself. It's just that feeling when, if, whether you're doing a job or whether you grab something, no, step, you, everybody step off. I, I got this. Yeah. You know what it is? I, I, I know what it is. What? And I've said this before. And I, you know, I mentioned this during that roast at the end when I was actually talking nice about you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, and this, uh, this goes to another thing I wanted to actually talk to you about. And it's funny that it's connecting here. You know what it is? What? I think it's, it's that starship captain mentality. Captain Kirk. Not even to Captain Kirk. I mean, Uh all the captains, you know what I mean? (laughs) Captain Kirk, especially, yes. Um, But yeah, I I, I think it's that idea that, you know, like, like, you know, um, maybe it's a military thing. And even though it's funny, none of us really, none of us served in the military. But like this, that idea that, you know, um, I've made a decision, right? The decision's made. Regardless if it's the right decision, that's what the, that's the choice I've made because I'm in, I'm in, I'm in charge here. And then, you know, for a split second, you almost have to kind of just kind of mildly convince everybody that you're right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if they trust you, they're like, okay, well, you know, the, the, this is what we're doing. <laughs> you got to take ownership of it, man. That's what I'm yeah. saying. You got to own it. And that, I think that, uh, you know, if, if you're, well, if you were going to pick a starship captain, I mean, there's a lot of them out there. I wanted to talk to you about that. Yeah. yeah I mean, which, you which watched a lot of Star like, Trek, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess my exact question to you, cause I have like an exact question here and it's, it's because I, I remember you talking about like working, I can't imagine you, I've only known you owning a business. Like since I was developing memory, You've owned a business. Hmm. So you've never, I've never seen you work for someone else. Literally. Hmm. I've never seen anybody look at you and go, hey, uh, Ben, I need you to do this. And you go, oh, okay. (laughs) I've never seen you do that. I've never seen that interaction with you. So I'm like thinking, okay, well, what, what if, what if, what if old man Ben here was, you know, 20, 24, 25, and he was like Riker, right? Like a commander, right? Yeah. You're not quite a captain yet. Who would you rather 
stand with with a captain? Would it be Picard? Would it be Kirk? You know, because Spock was mostly Kirk's number one, I would say, if you would, I think he was his first officer, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Or would it be like, uh, I, I watched DS9 too, and I do kind of like Captain Sisko, the black dude. Mm. I like him too. He's pretty good. Um, I never watched a lot of Voyager. Um, not saying that Janeway is bad. I just haven't watched it yet. I, don't, I, have, I haven't got to that part in my Star Trek. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm still yeah, on DS9. Yeah, 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 I'm still on DS9. Yeah. I haven't finished DS9 yet. I'm going to get to Voyager, but you know. Yeah, well, interesting question, and to and to anyone who doesn't follow Star Trek, this is all crap. (laughs) (laughs) So I get it. You know, you can go go refill your whiskey, Uh, (laughs) but but because you know, I wouldn't have been a good second, a number uh, number two for uh, Captain Kirk. (laughs) No, no, no. I would have probably been Captain Kirk. But I wouldn't have been no because you know I so you would have been you would have been better for Picard then because Picard yeah, did treat Riker like I would Captain have Kirk. Loved him because he was a good delegator and he when he spotted somebody who could yeah. do something, go do that. Exactly. And that's when the the very few times that I've actually worked for people really quick like they learned it. I was just like, yeah, you want me to do this? Just tell me, and yeah. I've got it. And then you just go do it, and then they're like, oh, let me give you something else, right? I mean, so. So that's that's just like I said. I and and as an employer, you know how it is when you can take when you find somebody who will take again take ownership. But I don't mean that actually possessive. I mean take responsibility. Yeah. And they'll take ownership of a task and actually put themselves into it. And they're like, no, 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 I I've got this. And yeah, that's gold. Oh yeah, that's for sure. Gold. So yeah, that's the kind of number two that you. Number two. Number one. <laughs> number two. Is it number one? That's number two. Number one. Okay, number two is duty. Number one, okay. make it so. It's your duty. Number two. To number, number two. One. That's your duty, number two, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, I got that wrong. So what do I know about Star Trek? So anyway, yeah, yeah. The, the, and Riker never was, yeah, he's okay. I, never, I wasn't a fan I much. I understood he's what they were. He's too smooth. He's too yeah. smooth. Well, you know why? Because he was one of the fucking writers on the show. Of course he was writing himself smooth. Oh, <laughs> it's just too smooth. Um, I don't know. Anyway. I, I'm still to this day, I mean, I love, don't get me wrong, I love OG Star Trek, man. I... I think it's just, you know, and, you know, like we talked about nostalgia before in the last episode, you know, I think there's obviously a little bit that, you know, uh, you know, uh, playing outside at Saturday afternoon at three in the afternoon, or I don't know if it's Saturday or Sunday, and then come inside, you'd be watching Star Trek, the yeah. OG Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. And it was at OG the end of the day. OG Star Trek. What are you talking about? Like uh, the, the original series. Oh, original series. Uh, yeah, OG, like uh, original gangster, man. Uh, yeah. See, I'm old. I don't know that stuff. Um, <laughs> it's because you're OG. Now, um, <laughs> but cool. I'm not gonna lie. I uh, if I if I was, I don't know. There's just something about Picard. There's something about his story arc. There's something about that starship. Picard's was cool like, as hell. Yeah, it was like the late '80s, early '90s. So it uh, had that I'm, kind of feel to it. Have you watched the new Picard? Oh yeah, I love it. Oh, it's the I best. I can't it. wait for it to come back on. Oh, man, I think it's awesome. I, I find myself yelling at the back. I say, Stop! He's fucking fragile. Leave. Don't hurt. Hey, why are you throwing him around like that? He's an Not old man. Anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> no, oh, I'm talking about the actor. I'm talking about the actor, like with the director. <laughs> stop oh, throwing yeah, the old true. guy around. <laughs> it's like, ah, stop it. Yeah. No. Oh, um, well, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, I think it's great. I, I, I didn't really, really enjoy some of the F-bombs that they were dropping in the show. I thought that was a little weird. 
Like hmm. the that admiral draft dropped a couple fuck bombs and then like a couple other people said fuck and I was like, Oh, well I guess this is an online TV show. Yeah, even even in the future, that's a word. Huh. Yeah, I know. I just not used to hearing it on Star Trek, I guess. Yeah, I know. I you know. know. I was so it was like, just I, I have a point, you know, when you talk about dialogue in movies, uh, your your sister Megan and I, we talk about dialogue in movies a lot. Mm-hmm. And and uh so so um there's this uh, this this new a lot of the sci-fi that's coming out. A lot of it's really good. Some of it's kind of crap. So far as being on Netflix and oh my god, there's so many too many choices. How how many things? How many platforms you need? Netflix, Amazon, mm-hmm. and Apple. You know, my you know. So you got to get you got to get in on everybody that because every one of them's got a really good show. So whatever. And then you but end anyway, up having we like a thousand dollars a month in subscriptions. By Ridley Scott <laughs> has got this new thing called Raised by Wolves. Oh, I heard about it. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. But. Holy moly, is it intense? Really? Yeah, but the, I think the dialogue sucks. It's I mean, it's, it's beautiful. There's a great story. It's really interesting, and everything like this. And it's there's some awesomeness I put money to it. On it. Let me. I'm gonna look this up. I, I'm gonna put money on it. I'm gonna say right now, the last dude that wrote his movie was Damon Lindelof. Okay. He also mm. wrote a bunch of other movies. Star Trek's. He did the first Star Trek reboot. He, this dude sucks. I don't know why this <laughs> fucking guy is writing in a. He ruined the show Lost. Uh, he he's like, uh, what's his name? Uh, the dude that did Lost in the new Star. Uh, uh, oh, I don't know. Oh, you mean uh, Abraham? You know, the, oh, you know, it, it, fucking. He he's his like little you know fucking. He, I'm gonna you look don't it like up. him. No, I can tell. No, I don't like Damon Lindelof. I don't yeah. know what uh, he must. He must well, give really good hand jobs well, anyway, in Hollywood here's a, here's because he's a, working. <laughs> I think that's on his resume. Don't you put that on your resume? <laughs> it's oh, raised by wolves. A, Is that what it's called? Erase that then. Anyway, raised so, by no. wolves. Huh? Raised by wolves. Raised by wolves. I'm looking at the writer on the show. Yeah, yeah. It's Ridley Scott is the director, I guess, director, producer, whatever, and just like that. But anyway, uh, what happens is is that the, some of the 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 android dialogue, which is supposed to be stilted because they're androids is great. Mm-hmm. But then they have this other, these other people that come into it and it's just awful. It's just <laughs> awful. I mean, it, it, they're, I, it's in the future. I know they're supposed to be maybe speak differently, but holy moly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, the other one is, uh, that I've been watching is, uh, no, away, no off. is away and, uh, Sandra Bullock's in that and she's mm-hmm. just disturbing looking. So I'm sorry. Like now or just always. Uh, wait a minute, Sandra Bullock. Am I talking about the right person? Who was in the uh, A Million Dollar Baby? Who was that? Oh, you're talking about yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. What the hell is that? that? There's an argument on uh, the Office about her. Um, that's if you hadn't asked me, it's it, it, yeah, oh my God. what's her name? Yeah, all right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hey, try to insert the, the, her name into this later, okay? When you no, I'm gonna look. Edit this. Oh, <laughs> it's 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 I it's right there at the tip of my. T- uh, uh, she, she's way too Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. She is just. Uh, no, no, I that's the argument on the office. Is is Hillary Swank hot? Remember on the office? No, yeah, no, exactly. she's she's not. She's just way too angular, and she plays the captain of this this ship that's going to Mars. Uh, it's I'll, there are some really touching moments in this thing. Like I said, there's no spoilers in this. It's just kind of factual, you know. So she's the she's the captain of the ship, and there's all kinds of intrigue and everything fucks up, and but. Ah, she's just not working for me. You know, I mean, it's just. Yeah, I still remember her. You don't get to go to Mars if you act like duh or whatever. You know. Yeah. And she's yeah. That ain't that. It's not happening. 
Yeah. And plus, her jaws look like she could bite through a damn sixteen penny <laughs> nail, man. I'm sorry, it's really personal. I shouldn't say that. I have my faults too, man. I mean, no, got, I, you're obviously I've got skin like a, a, a an old buffalo. Okay, I get it. I'm like, I'm like I'm like John Oliver. John, I'm as self-effacing as John Oliver, who is just awesome. But he just makes up. He's makes fun of himself. I just love that. He's like, hey man, yeah, if you I'm can't of if a, if a British man made love to a parrot, you know, and, and a horse. If you can't, if you can't roast yourself, man, I mean, like, you know, then you, no, you can't take a joke from anybody. Yeah, yeah, I'm, you, yeah. you're gonna be able to take your own jokes. And it has to do with what you said a while ago about that introspection, the curse of introspection. That is, you know, let me tell you what, what the kind of genetic material you come from. I always told everybody that they're like, how do you know that you're? How do you ever know if you're a son of, you know, of your combination are you a, mostly like your father or like yeah. your mother i'm like i'm split right down the middle and i'll tell you why i know i said i still go off on people and just just go off but then i feel bad about it afterwards always always so that's it my mom is the i feel bad about it at first my father never felt bad about it he <laughs> felt better he always said my dad would be like when he was in his prime especially he'd be like oh he'd be in a horrible mood he says I got to go collect some bills <laughs> and he'd get in his truck and go up. He would just lay waste to the whole entire I gotta ask, man. I mean, community. do you think, I mean, I know grandpa, grandpa's, you know, obviously he's passed away and whatnot. You know, it's been, it's been about 10 years now. Um, but I mean, really, if he was around right now, I know he's been a lifelong Democrat, but you think that, do you think he would have like, 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 do you think he'd be a Trumper? Hell fucking no. Are you saying that because like you got no, your own bias involved there? Or do you think you would really just like no, not like the guy? Hell no. I, I you know what? I no, he would just he would be, I don't know, he would have, I'm so glad <laughs> that he doesn't have to go through this because <laughs> one thing that he he loved was people were competent. Yeah. Strike one. Yep. Right. People who were of uh people who had ethical value. Right, strike two. People who are who were just just could get like I said, could get the job done and could get it into in a respectful way. He hated people who were disrespectful. Yeah, he, yeah. no, there's no way in hell. And he didn't have it. He really didn't have a prejudiced bone in his body. Who was that, See? Grandpa? Yeah. No, yeah. I mean he was old Southern. I mean, he was like living here in Florida in nineteen fucking eighteen or whatever it was. So yeah, but that you know, was I'm sure, the- I'm sure there was there was things that he would say that were, you know, whatever. But I mean, like, I, I don't think it was because he was inherently racist. No, no. Let me. And by saying this, I'm not sticking up for anybody this day and age. No, right no, no, now no, 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 no. Like look, look, look. I, it's it. I, I think that. It had if he was still alive, of course. You know, we we all grow as adults, and we grow with the times. And just like you were saying earlier, you know, like we as as Nelsons, I think we've always been really good at noticing when. Oh, okay, you know what? Eh, eh, this isn't. Uh, this probably isn't cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, Grandpa is definitely one of those guys. Um, well, it was changed, and like I said, he he never in any mean way. You would never caught him. I'm not going to hire that. Blah yeah. blah blah. No. Yeah, no, 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 no. That was never he, in his... He was no. more, I mean, the this couple of employees, a guy named Willie Reams, he he was a, he worked for me and dad uh, when I worked for dad mm-hmm. uh, back in Bonita Springs when there were 4,000 people in there. And it was as redneck as you could get back in the day, back in the 70s, like 1970 to 1974. It was intense there in Bonita. We were like LaBelle on 
steroids. steroids. Yeah. yeah. And so me and Willie Reams, I was only, uh, I got to start drinking when I was 19 because the, the drinking age changed. Mm-hmm. Which is when I got 18. And I would take Willie Reams into the Bamboo Tavern. The Bamboo Tavern was a place where people got the crap beat out of them and thrown out the door. It was I, worse I remember than hearing the, about Willie. When it I was, was a kid. worse than the Dome Tavern. Now, Willie yeah. Reams was uh, the most gentle person you would ever see, but he was a built like a bodybuilder dude. He was probably 6'2, 270. This is a black guy, right? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. And just I'm not saying just that it's like important to say there's a black guy, but it sounds like you're telling a story about you know this is going to be a ra- about a race and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And so yeah. I would bring Willie Reams in there, and we would go into we just I just walk right in with him, and it wasn't like we were challenging anybody, anything like that. We were going in after work to get a beer. Yeah, I didn't know I was raised by my parents, so I didn't know any different than that was okay. So even and though so, they were from the segregation era, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. They, they didn't, didn't see give like a that. shit about that. They didn't yeah. see it like that. No, they they absolutely did not. And so I I walk in. They never would. Oh, don't go with Willie. Mm-hmm. No, they were like, oh, okay, cool, see you later. And so me and Willie were walking into a place like that. And of course, I we were getting eyeballs on us. And I'm like, what? Shut up, you know. Yeah. And so uh, and you know, fortunately, Willie was yeah, big enough. And of course, I had a, a little bit of reputation. I was spindly, but. I was wiry, I guess you could say, and uh, and so, yeah, we we would uh, we would stay in there and go have our beer and everything and start arm wrestling people and everything like that. It was so cool. So I don't know. I mean, in that way, maybe it never never one time did anybody confront us about anything. But but my parents, no, yeah, they would, they would not be uh, supportive of that. Now I I think I know some people that do, and I wonder why. But I I've you know, it's just at one this of those point, things. it makes you wonder what's 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 making you still hold on to this person, you know? Because for me, like if I'm right, like if I'm showing support for something that I like, I don't care if it's music, I don't care if it's uh, poetry or you know, I'm going to see a movie, right? Like let's say you go to see a movie, right? And you don't know, right? You're like, oh man, I love this director. And you go in there and then you're like sitting there and like halfway through the movie, you're like looking around. You're like, yeah, you know, these people. And then you're like noticing, wait, here's some KK guy guy guys in this uh, movie theater. Oh, wait. There's a fucking Nazi sitting next to me. Holy Wait, shit, there's a lot of racists. Like if you're like in that, would you like probably stand up and walk out that movie and be like, what the fuck am I watching, right? Yeah. I don't think <laughs> Why aren't they it. doing that with this guy? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think it's a it's an interesting question and we don't have to bury down deep into it because would, me, yeah. me and the friends that I have, they're really close that we can talk about this too. We do nothing but talk about it. We're preaching to the choir, but it doesn't do any good. But the, the, inter- the really interesting question is, because back not that long ago, somebody would do uh, a political figure would, I don't know, uh, he could get pulled over for drunk driving, dead to us forever. You're dead. Yep. You're you're gone. Go get a job working, you know, someplace else, but you'll never be in politics. I mean, one one thing. Yeah, you it, had to have a squeaky clean fucking record, man. Yeah. If you and if you. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, so Either that or good PR team happened? that can bury that shit. And then they and we'll leave it at this. The the, the bigger question, I, I have no idea how we got to that point where where somebody can say I could literally shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and get away with it. I think it could. Uh, now, okay, fine. But how did that happen? And where do we go from here? 
is that's the, a scary it, question. What's I think. the it's, next person? I mean, I, I think that people. I mean, we're we're going to be a little bit behind while this show airs. So, you know, I mean, the date today is the twenty first. So we're a couple. We're going to be a couple. Of, we're probably about two weeks, three weeks. We're releasing every two weeks. And then we're behind two weeks just so I have time to edit and master and everything like that. So this episode's a little bit behind. Yeah. But um, you know, right now what's current, you know, obviously is is you know, but uh, these questions Ruth Ginsburg, we're asking, you know, we're yeah. So it's like questions for I think the idea of what I mean, you know, in a couple of weeks when this show airs, I think we're gonna know exactly where we're gonna be <laughs> go from yeah. here. And I think the big question, Nick, I mean, let's let's think about this. A po- any populist, any populist uh, leader, any populist political figure from now on in America, mm-hmm. when do you when do when do they get to the edge to where that okay that's it? What is it that what what is the non qualifier? Oh wait, no, yeah, I'm sorry, you got to go. I, mean, I think back- the non qualifier now is: Are you saying what I want you to say? You know, uh, uh, I think that's the, and if you're not, that's. Not what I want now, you know what I mean. If if you're regurgitating what what people want to hear, I yeah, think I now guess. is what. Yeah. It was. What did you do for me today? Right. No. Yeah, or what did you say you did for me? Anyways. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So. Um, yeah, we won't get too hung up on the fucking politics shit. I. I it's it's really a uh, shit. I think we could have a two hour show. Uh, every three days about politics, you know, if, but, you know, I know that we went into this saying, okay, well, let's keep a kind of light on that kind of shit, you know, but yeah, that's what Facebook's for. We'll go on there if you want. Yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> By the way, you want to follow me on Facebook, go right ahead and friend me. I'm uh, Nick I'm- Nelson in Orlando. Um, if you want to follow me, I am notorious for seeking out chuds and trolls of the right wing propaganda and just hammering into them. So I can be pretty entertaining. Yeah, and if if you're of that ilk and you want to follow me, stay the fuck away. <laughs> well, no, no uh, you, can follow, you can follow me. Just don't comment on my post. Yeah, just just be quiet. <laughs> Sit there in the corner. Uh, oh man! Hey, listen. Uh, there's a, there's some a lot of stuff going on out there, man. But uh, but you know, a lot of it that I've heard about, you know, that's got to do with COVID and whatever and everything about our lives. And we've been still having people over. But I I had an experience. A COVID experience, hopefully not a COVID experience. I went to this uh, manufacturing company that makes stuff for us. I mean, I'm a contractor and I build seawalls, boat docks, and stuff like that. And I went by this manufacturing plant to see that something was being built the right way. And uh, obviously, I won't mention their names or anything like that. But I was just like, okay, and I didn't think anything about it. I mask up. I don't care if I go on a. I don't care if I go anyplace. If there's one person there, I'm wearing a mask. That's just me. Don't yeah. don't want it. Yeah. Right. So, so I go by this place and of course there were probably there are probably a hundred people working in this building. And so I've I just kind of made an assumption that it would be like, oh well, they're gonna be, you know, that many people working in one space, you know, building stuff. They're gonna be that. and I walked in there and of course I walked in and the guy was expecting me. And uh the, the secretary, she wasn't wearing a mask or anything. I'm like, no, okay, she's behind glass. And then the guy came out to take me on the thing and he kind of gave me a look. And I was like, what? I said, let's go. And we buy a bunch of stuff from him. So then he took him on this tour. I was horrified. Nobody in this big, stuffy building was wearing a mask. They're, they're, wow, what a nightmare for me. And we walked, the, the stuff that I was getting for was stored on the backside of the building. And if I had known this, I'd have walked all the way around the outside. So <laughs> it's it was, me on the it outside. Was, it was really weird because I. Why did I have to walk through that? You know. Well, I think. What, and, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So. So. Anyway, the thing is, is like I was like, wow. And I didn't. I wanted to ask him. 
okay, how many employees have uh, have called in sick? And I mean, what's going on with that? I mean, are you contact tracing, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't because I'm like, man, screw it. I don't want to even have the conversation. Yeah. I just said, okay, when's it going to be ready? And I left. <laughs> and they say, yeah, come on by through. I go, nope. Ain't nope. happening. Where's the uh, where's the Ain't exit happening. from here? Actually, I'm walking around the other side of the building, pal. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, matter of fact, um, if I get COVID, I'm fucking suing you. Uh, let me put uh, it that way. <laughs> I'm gonna contract it, uh, contact trace it back to you. I'm pretty but sure. But it just goes to show you how, uh, like that whole the apparently the entire culture there swung to where they're like, eh, I don't know, we're invincible. It's not a big we deal. Don't care. No, it's not a big deal. I guess I don't know. Yeah. I guess it, it, if you if you if that way it's you don't, a democratic hoax. You know. Yeah, yeah, or make a you know, uh, you know, but but uh, I don't I don't. And every once in a while, but in, in Benita at least, I'm so happy that now if I if I do go to a store because Lori wouldn't go let me go anyplace because I was one of those guys if somebody wouldn't wear a mask I'd say something <laughs> obviously this and, goes back and, to this confrontation thing we were speaking or if somebody earlier. got too near me i'd be like you know step off i'll use my my foot to get you away from me i'll say the fucking 300 check somebody with my foot right in the chest yeah why not mm-hmm. and so uh i'll so, but, hurt myself but i'll do it yeah yeah i don't want to raise my leg that high i can only groin eye close enough <laughs> groin eye, i can't do that <laughs> you i can't kick balls anymore no um you know it's funny you were you were mentioning uh Old Bonita, right, yeah. in the 1970s. And I heard something on the radio the other day, and it said, uh, 60 years anniversary this year, Hurricane Donna. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you were in that. Been through it. Been you were there. It. 60 years ago, Bonita Springs, eye of the fucking Hurricane Donna. Yeah, five in years old. In a fucking shanty house now. <laughs> no, <laughs> Might as well, Ben. That was that two-story uh, building that they tore down, a two-story hardware building there. And, of course, uh, the, here's the story. As we had just we had just gotten here from the other coast of Florida, I was like six years old. I still have very vivid memories of it. It was, like, what, and 1961, know, right? 61, yeah, is that what I was saying? And I know, and I know for a fact I was not afraid. Didn't know. I wasn't smart enough to be afraid. I had no idea. It was so I cool know. as a kid, though. When you're like a kid, you're like, Hurricane? Fuck yeah, let's oh, do this. I was fascinated because when we were laying to sleep at night there at the, on the porch there, Ooh, on the porch, yeah. tar paper was blowing off the roof. I was like, oh, look at it. They look like bats. And my parents were terrified. And, uh, and of course, my, my mom was pregnant, you know, probably like five or six months pregnant with Timmy. And they were cli- – the roof was going up and down six inches. I, I, and, I, I, was, I never really understood this story. It was like – you could see the rafters from yes, the- because we had no ceiling tiles and no insulation. It was just tr- uh, it was just trust- flat board or boards up on their edge, like a two by eight up on its edge, and plywood on top, and then a hurricane oh, over wow. the top of that. So when we so there wasn't even the- trusses or anything. It was just a flat no, it ceiling. Was just fl- it was a flat roof, completely flat roof. So there were flat two bays, and so they went all the way across the building. And so as they raised up and down off of the walls, you could you could see the roof coming up and down like an, an inch or two. And my mom and dad, it had no hurricane trusses or hurricane anchors on it to fasten the roof down. Mm-hmm. So they were frantically, my mom and dad were going around the building, nailing those on as the hurricane went at it. And so they were, they were, they just knew that we were going to get killed in that building. And there was a little cracker shut. I, I don't understand. So what they, they <laughs> excuse me back then, did they, was there like the radio going and there were like weather guys, like nothing pretty up to date with that. I mean, how did there was just like, you're just standing there and they're like, Oh, the water service is reporting a hurricane now. 
I mean, how did that work back then? Well, that was a pretty pretty interesting question because now it was blissfully, you really didn't know too much about a hurricane until it got close enough to actually do something. And we all had hurricane tracking mats, paper with coordinates, and all they would give you on the TV or the radio was uh, the coordinates now are, you know, latitude this, longitude that. Oh, my God. (laughs) And so you would be tracking tracking it. it You'd be tracking it. Hey, I'm right there. (laughs) Hey, that's got our number, I think. We better start doing something until the radio didn't work and then the wind started blowing. And then you were like, okay, this is Okay, well, I guess this is fucking happening. (laughs) I guess this is happening. (laughs) This is going to happen. And so the the amazing story about your grandpa, my dad, was that during that storm there, they weathered that. And then as soon as the eye came, the eye went right over. I mean, this... Hurricane Donna was badass. It was like 150, 160 mile an hour winds, horrible storm surge, whatever. And so we we all came, uh, we all ran out the back, down the hallway. It was just like beautiful day outside in the eye. Went down the hallway and we went to this little cracker shack. It was made out of lighter pine, you know, tin roof. Mm-hmm. And, and my dad says, that's going to be safer than this. That's, what? That, that's all there is to it. Yeah. Yeah, because those things have been through everything for the last a hundred years. So I know that place is, you know, strong. And so he said, this place is crap. We, I built this. This is crap. <laughs> <laughs> I know what went into this place. Yeah, we I don't want to save yourselves. And so, uh, anyway, so we ran outside, we got in there and my dad was going to, as he was running down, he ran down the hallway to put this big piece of plywood over the door that flew off the hinges. And as he was taking this piece of plywood down this long 70 foot long hallway, the, it, the hurricane came back and it he blew him down the hallway on a piece of plywood. <laughs> and he kept trying to put it on, put it on because he knew if he didn't put the, get the plywood on the outside and put it on, that he thought it was going to, you know, the wind blowing inside would blow the roof off and destroy the whole building that he'd worked his entire life or not half of his life yeah. to build. So, yeah, it kicked his ass pretty good. And then he just kind of gave up, said, screw it, came outside with us. So, and we survived. So yeah, it was pretty amazing. And the building did not blow down. I don't know how, but everybody else's else. did. A lot of people's did. We, we actually you said saw the storm surge. You said uh, came all the way up to Bonita Beach Road, all the way to what old forty one or no new forty one, right? All yeah, the way up to yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was no new forty one. Oh, okay. this was a long time ago. Well, up Bonita Beach Road, right? Where new forty one is right now. That was uh, where the storm surge. Uh, everything, yeah. the Stero Bay, all that stuff underwater. No, everybody. It. it you know killed several people on the beach and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was intense. There was nothing. We got video. I've actually got video. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Oh man, I we got upload. We should upload that onto the website. Yeah, yeah. We got video after the storm uh, of of what it did to the beach and the buildings and Shangri La. Everything uh, here in tape, town. Tape, yeah, tape. It was tape back then. Oh, it did. Was it? Wasn't video? Was it? <laughs> it's like we hey, played a CD. Nah, we're people of the eighties. We're people of the eighties and nineties, man. I we save. I still. Player. I still save video. I'll be like, hey, we should rent a video to Steph all the time, and she's like. She's yeah, like, right. what's, Steph's probably like, what's a video? No, I mean, she was, <laughs> yeah. She's not that young, right? <laughs> I mean, she's young, but she, yeah. I mean, she knows what a video is, but she thinks I'm stupid for saying it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was like, you know, getting me started on things that I say wrong. I, I got bad case of Archie Bunker. You got bad case of Kmart's. Uh, it's the boomer generation. It just says Walmart's and Kmart's. You put an S oh, on really? everything. Oh, yeah. I put an S on it? Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, saying the Facebook. Yeah, I like I like saying face space. It's like mixing Facebook and MySpace because I'm old like that. Face space. Yeah. Face space. <laughs>
Yeah. Anyway, so so yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a harrowing experience, and uh, the uh, but I got to tell you, Irma, when it came through, that was intense too. Yeah. I rem- I was at your house in Irma, I think. I, th- I think, right? No, that was a, that was no, the I was in Fort Myers was just a little while ago. I was in Fort. Oh, that's right. Oh no, that no, was Charlie. Getting mixed up. Was that Charlie? Charlie, Hurricane Charlie. Charlie, it was Charlie. I was at your house at Charlie. And then yeah. Irma, I was, I think I was in North Fort Myers. You were in Orlando. That, that, oh, was Irma? Remember that, the, what, the badass one that came Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The tree fell down in my yard. I got that on my uh, Facebook. I got the video of that tree coming down in my yard. On yeah. the face space. You got it on the there, face space. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we hauled ass. That's the first time I've ever left here. That yeah. left the house. And it's because... The, the, and you were second weather. guessing it too. You are like, I don't know if I should leave. And then you were like... Yeah. And, and you were like, wait, if I'm questioning it, I should probably fucking leave. <laughs> well, the weather dudes who are continually wrong, sorry, weather dudes, you just kind of are. I guess that's because yeah. it's Hey, let's, why don't you predict something that's kind of a little bit more predictable, like uh, whether or not you're going to take a shit today. That, yeah, right. That's a good prediction. I think I'm going to poop today. Um, it's probably going to be around you know, an hour after I wake up, after I drink my coffee. It's a good prediction. Uh, good predicting prediction. a hurricane? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty tough, and uh, you know, and plus, you know, it's kind of like they start getting fine toothing it way out there when it's in Africa. <laughs> they look like fucking noodles. There's like a cone. A, looks like the they cone. dumped a fucking bowl of spaghetti on yeah. Florida. You're, you're this is where it's probably gonna go. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so anywhere. So you're yeah. saying it could go anywhere? <laughs> yeah, you're in the cone because you live on the planet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so but but yeah, Irma, we we left because I, I was like, I don't care how, and it is true. I mean. You you hide from the wind, run from the water, yeah. and that was the first time that, that that expression ever made any sense to me because they told us that there was going to be thirteen feet of water right here at the house, and I thought I told Lori because Lori's like, no, we're not leaving. I go, yeah, we are. Yeah, thirteen With feet. 30, we're sitting on the roof. Feet, we're not surviving that. Yeah, I'm not going to spend. I'm not going to spend a hurricane on the roof. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've seen those pictures of people in Louisiana. Yeah, they? yeah. Help! Uh, help! Help! <laughs> help! That's help. what they're doing. <laughs> Get me off here! I just, I just chewed my way through the attic. <laughs> exactly. Fucking, it's like they're hanging out there with knife. raccoons and rats and shit. You know. <laughs> I used a butter knife to cut through the, the roof tiles. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. No, no, no. Thanks. No, I, I'll go stay at a hotel in Georgia. Yeah. No, oh, and we picked the exact wrong hotel. Well, the hotel we went to, it blew the entire front off of it. This is in Winter Haven or something. What is a hurricane going to Winter Haven for? It missed us. So, I mean, we got a little bit of it. Oh, that hurricane, that's funny, man. We were at Neil's house, Steph and I, and I had Ronan. Um, it was me, Ronan, and Steph. We were hanging at Neil's house. Neil looked like a block from me. This is when we lived right up the road from her. And uh, it was like 3 in the morning, and we are in Neil's living room trying to sleep, and his power was out. And I was like, mm-hmm. I looked at Steph, and I was like, it was like I walked outside and I was like, you know what, this thing's so bad. It's like three o'clock in the morning, Irma's passing, you know, I think we're okay. And so I get everybody into the Humvee or the Hummer that I used to have. And uh, I'm like trudging over there. And I'm like, and Steph's like, of course, she's like, you know, mark my words. This is, you're going to get there and it's going to fucking get crazy. And I'm like, I'll oh, stop, you know, don't be so, she's so superstitious. <laughs> of course. And she's not superstitious. She's just smarter than me. And uh, <laughs> we get to the house. And I swear to God, as we're unloading the car, it like the worst part of the hurricane comes through at like 3.30 <laughs> in the fucking morning. Uh, I'm not joking. So I got Ronan and I'm like running to the house with Ronan. Tree branches are falling down. I shit you not. The tree, the oak tree, 250-year-old oak tree in my yard 
comes collapsing down, smashes my landlord's house. I lived in this like little mother-in-law suite behind there. Whoa. Yeah, it was insane, man. And I, I, we got inside, and Steph and I are listening to the storm out there, and she's just, I could feel her looking at me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, of course, you know, I had the last word go, because Nick. <laughs> no, I had the last word. You know why? Because I said. Why? Our air conditioning's on, so you know we still have power. We still were the power. only fucking house on that block for some reason that still had power. Mm. So you know what? As far as I'm concerned, I might have put your life at risk yeah. and my kids, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but we had air conditioning the whole time, so that sucked. Know. That sucked hard as anything when because we were without power for almost two weeks. I That's think. right. Yeah, you were at yeah for a yeah, while. Yeah, and so we we and so finally we were like I was running generators and window shakers and. Yeah, it just wasn't getting it. And finally, uh, they got the the Hyatt down here had a, a vacancy. And, and so Lori and I are like, this is like on just the beginning of the second or no, right towards the end of the second week. I'm like, fuck this. We're going to the Hyatt. We're like, yes. <laughs> so we go up there. The the power came right back on. As soon as we got there. <laughs> no, I'd be stubborn. I'd be like, no, we're staying here tonight. God damn it. <laughs> well, I, we, we would have, but listen to this. When we get, we moved into the Hyatt there. And then in, in, uh, and of course I'm not mocking anybody, but this is just what happened. Yeah. And so we get there and it was like beautiful. I'm like, wow, this place is really cool. It was like, uh, not the Hyatt out there by the beach. It was the one by the mall. And anyway, so we're, we're there and we check in and I'm like, wow, this is pretty cool. They can let us bring Yogi with us and stuff. And so we get all settled in. I'm like, wow, this is the best. Nice kingside bags, clean sheets. Oh, this is good. We sat down. We're going to watch TV. And then all of a sudden, I don't know who they let in the building. <laughs> but we were we were sitting there and all of a sudden, I'm like, what the hell? It was somebody who was just like. What was it, like a bog hag? What was, was that? Yeah, it was like that guy, hey, you guys. And it was like that guy, except it was like. What was know? it, Irish? Uh, what do they call that? Those uh, witches in Ireland? Uh, oh, it was just, just horrible. I mean, somebody. A was banshee? Real, no, somebody with some real serious issues, you know, was, you know, taking shelters. Uh, a Trump them. supporter. But it was horrible. <laughs> it was just terrifying. And I was like, plus, and I was like, okay. Uh, yeah, this is going to be okay. And then all of a sudden, I, they, after about the fifth time of that, I'm like, whoa, okay, nope, I'm out. And the walls must be like paper thin. They must be like that thick. Yeah. yeah. What the hell? Yeah. They, they, they somehow st- still standing though, right? After a hurricane. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I no. got to tell you, now I'm going to get in trouble for mocking people with whatever. Well, with I don't know. It wasn't a disability. For all I know, it was, just, uh... for, for I know it was my brother. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it, Timmy just kind of does that just for fun. You know? so. <laughs> <laughs> little, you know little, I mean? little too much homemade wine. I think yeah, he just kind of like he'll just say that you know because he's watching a movie or something. I yeah, no, no. Uh, I'm sure it was just. Uh, I'm sure it was just a Trump supporter. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's what it was. Bazinga. Uh, no, I don't know, man. But uh, it was. It was. Yeah. So we went back at home, turned the air conditioner on. It was great. Air conditioning, as my friend uh, John Spear always says, air conditioning, the best invention oh, could you fucking planet. imagine i always say this to my uh my fiance all the time or stephanie and i, I say it to neil and i say it to everybody dude i'm like you know my great-grandparents and my grandfather were fucking homesteaders in florida <sighs> and like you know like I, I every once in a while i'll be outside i'm like nah fuck this and i go inside <laughs> you know what i mean and it's like ah oh, 70 degrees in here you know and uh no bugs and i can't imagine Living in a fucking house with uh, pretty much no windows, um, maybe screen. 
I don't know if they had screen in nineteen fucking thirties. I don't know no. if they did. Uh, I don't. I'm sure they didn't. Um, you know, even before that, like the the goddamn Seminoles. Like, wh- what were they thinking when they went to Florida? You know what I mean? Like, you have all of America. We're gonna yeah. go to Florida. We're gonna go live in the fucking swamp, right? You got Yosemite, right? Well, I mean, I'm sure the really, really dangerous mm-hmm. Indians lived or Native Americans lived out there. Um, but you know, like Seminoles, like, could you imagine? I mean, some parts had to have been pretty cool because, like, taking the kids out, I was like canoeing with them um, in Wakaiva, and I'm like, you know, it was, like, it was like one of those moments where it was really quiet on the river, and you're canoeing, mm-hmm. and you're like, ah, this would have been like a, a Native American. Just canoeing yeah. through the river, yeah. you know what I mean? But like, well, uh, other than that, fuck that. No, no. Because- yeah, well, I always ask, I, my, my dad was into the you know genealogy and all that stuff. And of course, uh, my great-grandfather, you know, he came from Denmark and yeah. stuff like this. And and so uh, my question, I listened to the whole story he tell, and of course I'd just sit there and listen and all of a sudden I'd be like, all right, I just want to know, what do you have to do wrong to get kicked out of Denmark? Because and to come after come and then get kicked out of Kentucky after that. No, because yeah, he went to Kentucky well, he first. Went to, he went to Washington State. I thought went, it was Kentucky. Oh, okay, that was pretty cool. He's working on Washington State being a lumberjack, and it was free land. That's what my dad said. It was free land. They gave him a section of the United States government stimulus. They gave him a section of land and two cows. Hopefully, one male in Florida. One female. In Florida, that was a stimulus package. So they didn't know where it was. So they came here and they're like, "You just gave us swamp, oh, you bastards!" But you know, it, it, by that time, it, it's, what are you going to do? Turn around, and go back to Washington State? Yeah, on a Especially dirt road in Florida. Yeah, <laughs> dirt, mud, mud yeah, road, mud road in Florida. Island. No it's thanks. Not, yeah, it's, it was horrible. It was it sounded awful. Yeah. And my dad had a really good way of making it sound like, "Oh, it was great growing up," and you know, really? chasing, ch- oh yeah, chasing raccoons, this and that. And then he'd go like, "Of course." Yeah, you know, the cows would uh, go go crazy. The cows would actually go crazy because there's so many mosquitoes on them. They'd just go running off. And just, ah, oh, fucking moo! Fucking moo! <laughs> yeah, I've got no more milk in me. No, they don't do that, do they? I don't think they suck milk up. <laughs> no, no, it was, uh, it was pretty, pretty, pretty wicked the, what people used to go through. Even me growing up, we didn't have air conditioning up in that two-story building. And in the dead of summer, Nick, I got to tell you, we had to sit in my one bedroom and we had jealousy windows, right? Little bitty things. Screen. But it didn't help. It didn't matter. Closed windows, open windows. It didn't matter because there was no breeze, nothing. And it'd be in the middle of the night and you'd, I'd just hear those little heat, I call them heat crickets, going at night. It was just like, yeah. oh my God, it's like 90 degrees outside. It's 10 o'clock at night, can't sleep. And one mosquito would get in the room. Did you have a, a fan or anything or just nothing? No, I had to, I went and salvaged my own fan. And I finally, that's how I got addicted to fans. Yeah. There was one kind of communal fan, of course, in the parents' room. Of course, yeah. yeah. They had a they fan. Had, yeah, yeah, they had it. And of course, they would find me, you know, curled up at five or six years old in front of the fan, laying on the floor just for the noise and some breeze, you know? Yeah. And so then they got a, a, a just giant car size window shaker air conditioner i tell you it was like a vw and they kind of jammed it in the window my dad was so proud of it, they jammed it in the window there it was probably two btu right it was, probably, it was that big you could heat up two like, square feet you couldn't hear anything you couldn't watch tv nothing would happen if the air conditioner was going but uh it was just everybody could just stand in front of it yeah uh, so anyway that was the beginning Humble beginnings, but yeah, but I got to tell you, my old man did all right for himself because I got to, he, uh, 
he accumulated some wealth and uh, property and whatnot, and 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 uh, and he worked me hard for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God that's gonna be him. the running joke when you see him someday right you know fucking <laughs> you're yeah, welcome yeah. you're welcome give me a, a pat on the back there you know um uh, my, my dad will be like oh shit they let you in here uh, <laughs> go figure and you'll be like yeah yeah on my i paid for it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i, got I fucking you the paid room. for it <laughs> i bought you the room <laughs> so uh, i want to end on uh acid reflex um because it's what we started with, and uh, I get—I uh, don't know if it's going to be in the, the, the episode, but um, we, we started talking before I—I I, I recorded it, but before we did the introduction, we, acid reflex came up, and I got to tell you, man, I think it's just because you know you mentioned that you know we have that we have ancestors from like, you know, like we're Vikings, you know, Norse, you know, Denmark, Norway, shit like that. And, you know, they live on a fucking diet of, you know, dried fish and potato or some shit, you know, with no Ugh. seasoning, maybe a little bit of salt, you know. And so we have those, that's our intestinal track is, that's that's our genetic, genetic intestinal track, right? But that's not how I eat, right? I don't fucking eat like that. I don't drink like that. I don't drink mead. Do you drink mead? No, I drink uh, hard liquor. <laughs> you know what I mean? I drink hard liquor and I eat yeah. like shit. And... um it was probably I last year I had this, this thing going on and, you know, in your, in your, uh, in your, it was my throat chest. Yeah. It was, yeah, it yeah. wasn't even my chest. It was right past my collarbone in my throat. And I had the, right in your gully whopper, right? Yeah. Like if I was a chicken, that's where my fucking, <laughs> you know, what do they call that? A gizzard, right in my gizzard. And, um, or no, no, what do they call that? Uh, the, the fucking chicken pouch. I don't know. Whatever. Um, so like I went like waddle. No, it's a um I it's don't a, know. It's you a, mean a thing that hangs down right here? No, 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 no. It's in there. It's their it's where their food sits when they eat a like bunch gizzard. of gizzard. No, and it's like I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I have chickens, I forgot what it's called. My brain doesn't work anymore. <laughs> let me bring up the chart for you so you can see here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking parts of a chicken. You've eaten every part of the chicken possible. You don't eat this part. This is the fucking oh god damn it. There's no part of the chicken people don't eat. Yeah, it's well, the, we don't. We don't eat anything but the good stuff. So, well, anyway, so uh, so acid reflux. You come about that honestly because, uh, yeah, you're welcome. You you get it. I think you get it from my side of the family. No, I definitely do. Like I said, because you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't even know what it was, but my parents never let me in on the code. They never said, hey, "You're going to have acid reflux someday, son." No, they didn't tell me, but I do. And uh, it wasn't acid. It so, was like uh, it was like. Uh, Satan had a fingernail and he was sticking, stabbing me in the fucking throat. It wasn't acid reflux. It was like, uh, it was like this is where it's going to hurt you, and it's going to hurt you right here, and it's going to hurt all the fucking time. Yeah. And it was like unbearable. And I, I went and got the gastro and fucking whatever, and I, yeah. I got the both ends done at once. You know, I got Ooh. a camera in the mouth and the butt. All yeah. at the same time. As my father would say, did they wipe it off before they used it on your throat? <laughs> no, no, I got the double fist, man. I got I got Ooh. I got double action. I got, you know, I got both really? I got tag teamed. That's and, a treat. Um, yeah. And uh so, you know, funny story. Uh that that came up, you know, with there was no lesions, no like cancer, thank God. Uh no weirdness. It was just like, Oh, you got GERD. No like GERD. What? But this is not GERD, dude. And he's like, No, you're just a pussy. You know, oh. I'm just like, oh, great, you know? Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. What do I take? Over but you know what the funniest thing is? First of all, 
that shit they put you on. I swear to God, I got eight hours of sleep. I got eight hours of sleep. And it wasn't that Twilight shit that they use, like, you know, where you're like fucking just so stoned, you don't know what's going on. Like, they actually put me down and then woke me up. I swear to God, I felt like I had a whole eight hours of sleep. Was it the most restful, the the most rested you've ever felt, right? It was, yes. And you were probably asleep for an hour and a half. Yeah, and I felt great. I felt great too. I know, me too. I felt great. I I was in a happy and was in good mood. Yeah, Uh, me too. And I had wife. My wife wakes up from that and she's crying and just all this shit. She, <laughs> yeah, and me, I kind of wake up. I just and I'm, when I'm awake, I'm like, boink. Yeah, no, I woke right up. I, I was kind of like a, a little. I wasn't groggy. It was just a little like, wait, where am I? What am I doing again? That's right, I'm doing this. And then like I had a really bad pain in my colon because they pump you full of air before they get done. You know, hmm. and I'm like. I'm waking up and, and there's like this glass wall between me and the nurse and she's like doing something over there and she's like, hey, you awake? I'm like, yep. Yeah, how did it go? Uh, how'd my butthole look? She's like, look good. I'm like, man, I'm really uncomfortable right now. She's like, you got a fart. I'm like, maybe I do got a fart. I think I do got a fart. And she's like, no, you do. You got a, you got a colon full of air. We pumped you full of air before we were done. I was like, oh, okay. And so I'm just like, I'm, I'm trying to fart and I can't do it. And she's like, Go on your side and grab you behind your knees and pull them up to your chest. And I did that. And I let out the biggest fart. And like normally, I would be like really embarrassed about this. But no, I was quite comfortable. You I felt good. Relieved. I felt good. I just got done getting prodded, but I felt okay. You know, and I was just ripping the biggest farts, getting this air out of my colon, you know. Oh, I got to tell you something. I'm going to freak you out now. You ready? That that stuff that they give you that puts you to sleep. Yeah, I did some research after I had. Yeah, that's I what killed Michael about, Jackson and all those other people. Yeah, I had, but I had uh, <laughs> this something removed. I get these bumps all over me. You'll get them too. No, I have them too. I have four oh, on my arm here, and yeah, no, yeah, I, I got fifty. I got a whole collection. I I have the. I've been collecting. Collect, no, I'm collection. I've been collecting since I was nineteen. I've been collecting. Oh, right. Good. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I looked into that, and they were like, uh, "The joke's on you because the, when they give you this stuff." You're not really asleep. You're just like this. Your eyes open. They, they, they You just don't remember. No, no, no. You're that's just, not what I was on. I wasn't on that one. Uh, the, I, I was. That's the twilight that they were talking about. Oh, yeah, that's, that's that's weird. Yeah, that no, like, no. That's not that's not what I was on. They actually, I, uh, you know, I don't oh, know. Oh, so you had actual anesthetic? Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. I had really good stuff. Um, yeah, you're talking about the twilight shit. Yeah, no. I, wow, I, that is Neil weird. didn't do good with that. Neil, Neil, I, I actually told him, I was like, Neil got that done once and he started fucking fishing out when he woke up from getting his wisdom teeth out or some shit when he was 12. Oh, so, no kidding. Yeah. He was like one of those people on uh, America's Funniest Videos, except it wasn't funny, yeah? <laughs> except it wasn't funny. Like, he tells me a story. He's like, yeah, Gra- I went with grandma because grandma took him, you know, because you were working and um, he, grandma took him, I guess, and like he got his wisdom teeth taken out. He was like what twelve or thirteen when that happened. Oh. Or I think he was twelve. I don't remember that. Yeah, and uh, I, he just tells the story. It's pretty funny. Of course, I'm going to paraphrase it again. And he's like, uh, you know, I wake up and I start like fucking having a seizure on the table, and Grandma's freaking out like, oh, oh, what's going on with him? What's wrong with him? And the the nurse is just like, three three things happen. Uh, you get the hiccups, you start hysterically crying, or you fish out with a seizure. And this is what happens <laughs> to him, apparently. Is that in the pamphlet? Yes, Grandma's see. freaking out, you know, like, what's wrong with my grandkid? <laughs> like, like, is that extra? And he was like, they don't, he's like, I just wanted to lay there for a while and sleep. And they just like put you in a wheelchair and push you out and get, get the They're fuck like, out of here. Out. <laughs> get out, weirdo. Yeah. 
So yeah, that, that's the solution for everything. You know, <laughs> here, put him in a wheelchair. I don't know. Except for that time I sliced my leg open on the, on the barge. Oh man. Uh, you know what's uh, real quick. We'll let's end that on that. One. No, no, we'll, let, we'll end on that because I got to say that I, 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 <laughs> I'll, I remember, I remember I was, uh, Oh God, I was on, I was with you on cause you were operating the hydraulic. Let me paint a picture here. We're yeah. on a barge, a right. uh, metal, God, it was what thirty by fifty foot barge, probably metal yeah. barge, and and the back of this barge is this hydraulic <laughs> crane. It's, it's like an arm. It's like a robot arm, and you got to sit right in front of it to fucking um, operate it because it's like little levers to operate the hydraulics. And that's where you would you would sit on a little bucket there, and then I think you were trying to show me because you were trying to get me interested. This was like right when I was like starting to kind of work for you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was sitting next to you, kind of watching what you're doing. And there was this other guy, and then there was Bobby. Um, then the other guy, I forgot his name. He was the kind of another fat guy that was working for us at the time. He was pretty funny. And uh, you would pull the pot. You were we were ripping out an old dock, and yeah. the pilings had oysters on them. And you'd pull giant. them out. Yep, giant oysters. And this guy had a chainsaw. And because um, this goes full circle, what you were talking about when we first started talking, he was using a chainsaw. And you, you would, he would cut segments off, and you would move it a little bit closer to him. You would cut another segment off. You'd move it a little closer to him. And we had done like three of them, and he really wasn't doing a very good job. And for some reason, Bobby was in one of his Bobby moods. Mm. Um, Bobby was just like fucking being Bobby at the time. And so you had gotten frustrated, and you're like, you did that thing where you're like, you know what? I'm going to fucking do this. Well, and that I saw you sound like me at all. <laughs> <laughs> and you, I, this is how I remember. I'm, this might be different. I mean, I was only 17. Yeah. At the he time wasn't unhooking it right. Yeah. Quick enough. Yeah. Yeah. And so you stormed over there and give me the goddamn chainsaw and you started, you went to go cut it and you were, or no, you, you went to unhook it. Yeah. That's what it was. You went to unhook, unhook it, it and the fucking piling rolled and the oyster caught the back of your leg and it was just like, kunk. Yeah, I rolled over on the back of my calf. Oh, yeah. And it cut you wide open, man. It split and, me like a baked potato, man. And for me, like, my first thing is, I, I wasn't wearing a shirt. This was back in the day where you didn't have a uniform for your crew. We were just all shirtless, you know, because yeah. that's what we did back then. And I didn't have a shirt on, and I just saw you gushing blood. And the first thing that came to my mind was, okay, I got to go to my truck and get my shirt. And so the first thing I do is I run to the truck. But you think that I just got freaked the fuck out and then I just like bolted. (laughs) And by the time I got back, you guys were walking to the truck and Bobby already had a tourniquet going around you and everything. And I'm like covering my shirt and you're like, go sit on the fucking barge or whatever you said to me and I'll be back. I'm like, what? And so I ended up sitting there for four hours, you know, waiting for you to get out of the hospital. But like, you thought I had actually like run away. Like I was scared. I was looking for my shirt. I didn't know you were splitting. I'm like, okay, I'll be right. No, I mean, first thing I did, of course, was grab my leg and pull it together. And I, I looked over at Bobby and you had hauled ass. And I didn't know you're going for your shirt because Bobby had one wrapped around his waist. Or oh, something. that's right. Yeah. He used to keep him I wrapped said, around his waist. Shirt. Yeah. And I grabbed his shirt and put it around my leg. And I'm like, oh, I was just more pissed than anything, you know? Yeah. So, but boy, yeah, that was, that was a, you know, that was when, remember the, the wheelchair thing? Of course, I limped into the hospital there. Frank takes me there. And Frank, this is how he lets Lori know. He goes, he calls Lori. He goes, Lori, First of all, Ben's okay. That's how it, <laughs> That's how he starts that, off. He's like the worst ever at Jesus that. Christ. It's be like, you know, hey, you know, Ben got his leg cut and I took him to the hospital. No, and she's like, first of all, take it easy. Ben's okay. She's like, what? 
I, I, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so what's wrong so with anyway, them? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, she came by there later, but they, they, anyway, they, oh, they cleaned it. It was just horror. I would spare the horror story. But anyway, it was like, uh, when I was six, eight inches long on back of my leg, real deep. And they sewed it all up, cleaned it, sewed it all up. And of course it went into the muscle too. And so then they got done with me and I'm, I'm like sitting on the table and they go, okay, you can go now. No wheelchair. No, nothing. I was like, really? I've come on here. What am I supposed to do? Fucking hopscotch out of here, you assholes! I did. I hopscotched out of there, and they watched me go. They didn't give you. (laughs) They didn't give you crutches or nothing, huh? No. And so finally, Lori, you know, Lori, she just finally went off on him. She goes, "Give me that chair over there." Oh, sorry. But no, I went in there with a headache before, and they made me use a wheelchair to get out. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And yeah, this time I'm jumping. I'm like, oh, okay, this is good. I don't know. What are you gonna do? Healthcare. Yeah, right. And hopefully it uh hopefully it sticks around. Um Yeah, hopefully we have some. Sometime. Well, great, man. I I felt like it was a pretty good show. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. That's good. Good. Bit a bit bad week. Uh, been bad week for trying to hire help and we're really busy at work and I have to tell you one last thing. We had a little experience with hiring. I've been trying to hire off Facebook mm-hmm. and I've had a bunch of people, you know, you go through there and vet them and of course unbeknownst to them somehow when you sign up on facebook i go on your facebook page and see who you are yeah and it's not pretty sometimes <laughs> right so I, i'd go on there i'd be like nope nope <laughs> no nope. happening you know nope. you know you go on there to one guy's page and be like hey i got i was smoking some weed yesterday and decided not to fucking come in you know i'm like okay okay yeah, yeah no. bye yeah. bye so anyway this one kid you know he's just a weightlifter dude or whatever and uh, anyway so he, he couple three or four of them out of eight people I hired, they all were all excited to come to work for me, and none showed up. They'd make a date. I'll be there Monday morning, first thing. We're sitting, you know, texting back and forth. Wow. No show. It's unbelievable. It's just, to me, eight we're kind of laughing. nobody showed up. Yeah. Eight no-shows. I mean, these are like real people. These aren't, you know, they're... They're not, they're not like monster.com or some shit like that. No, you know? no, no, no. So, and then I got this, uh, this one kid. God bless him. He seemed like a good, decent kid, but it... 24 texts. He gave me, I'm, he sent me 24 texts. Oh, so I meet you there Monday morning? Yes, Monday morning, 6.30, be there, fill out paperwork. He's, a half an hour later. So uh, what, what kind of clothes were we wearing? It just kept going and going mm-hmm. and going. And I thought, wow, maybe this kid was like only 16 or something like this. He was a big kid, you know? Yeah. So yeah, he, he's on his third shot of trying to show up. He still hasn't <laughs> showed Jesus up. Christ. And I finally sent him a text. Look. If you don't come, you, you want, don't have the job, period. You don't need to text me anymore. If you want a job, all you got to do is show up. Just show Woody, the fuck up. I quoted Woody, Woody Allen. Yeah. 99% of life is showing up. <laughs> That'd be the only thing I would quote by Woody Allen, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good that was, I'm, I'm regretting that after I said it. I, I immediately regret, regret my decision. That's like quoting John Edwards. It's like, oh, no, no. All what right, man, it was, it was really good. I hope everybody... Uh, Enjoyed themselves. Yeah, there I mean and, a couple uh, things. Um, I just want to. I want to say that we do got the website up. We don't really have anything on there yet. Um, we're working on it, uh, which is the best kind of website. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it'd be great. Maybe we can start like going back and revisiting some of the episodes, and maybe like upload some of the video of Adana. That'd be great. 
you know, we'll put some pictures on there soon. You'll get some stuff to look at. And, you know, hopefully once we get a little bit further along in this season, the first season, maybe we'll even start getting some, you know, maybe maybe something going on there. Um, well, here's a teaser. I think uh, next episode we should start talking about our common band experiences. I was, I formed my own rock band and uh, oh, right. we're we going to talk about rock that. Band together yeah. And, and uh, now we'll you've got me back on GarageBand trying to do stuff. So uh, we'll talk about our band experiences. How about that? For, for sure. Yeah, man. yeah. And maybe we can sample some of our music, run some of our music through here yeah, and yeah. let people hear it's how a- shitty my band was. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Um, and then uh, again, um, you've got what, uh, the real, the or, uh, the other Ben Nelson at theotherbennelson.com. Okay, it's great. the blog I have. Uh, we got lots of stories on there and stuff like that about old Florida and Bonita Springs. And and for those who don't know what Bonita Springs is, it's old Florida and Southwest uh, Florida, some, some yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. and South then you West got Florida. Nelson Marine Construction, right? Yeah, Nelson Marine Construction. We built seawalls and docks and stuff. And uh, yeah, and then uh, tell them about your sister there. She's got a book out. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, was it uh, the, the Breed or? Breed. Breed. It's Breed. Right. It yeah. says she's got a novel out. It's really good. It's a, a, a vampire novel. It's really cool. Yeah. And uh, we'll link you guys up with that stuff. And then uh, I got another show too. Uh, it's, it's Record of Mortimus. You can do a search on it. It's, it's also produced by the, 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 the Dark Waters company here. Um, it's a little different than this. It's a tabletop gaming if you're into that kind of thing. Um, you can also go to abyssia.com. O-B-Y-S-S-I-A-H.com. Some links there, some cool stuff there. We got some cool stuff coming up with that. And then, uh, if you're in the Orlando area and you want to get tattooed, you can always hit me up too. It's uh, N I K N A T A S at Nitnotis on uh, Instagram if you want to check me out and follow me there too. Um, I think that's pretty much well, cool. There, and yeah. uh, everybody out there, uh, we'll see you next time and uh, stay safe. Wear a mask, <laughs> yeah, right, wear or a mask. if you don't, uh, we'll see you later. And register to vote, god damn it. Yeah, register to vote and vote. Yeah, and vote. I don't. At this vote. point, I don't care. Just vote. Well, some of you vote. The rest <laughs> of you, I don't care. <laughs> All right, love you guys. All right, All right cool. see you guys later. This episode was produced by Dark Waters, executive produced by Ben Nelson Jr., mixed and mastered by Preston Hardwick. <laughs>